0: This is Work of the Beat It is Friday, December 11, 2020 I'm Kevin Cooney along with Mike Kern. Glad you can join us as we get set for a holiday week Well, a weekend, two weekends before the holidays As we start the wind down 2020 is, uh, A lot of news going on this morning, Michael um, A lot, We'll get to the Eagles in a bit Normally we start the show on a Friday with Eagles talk But, you know, it, it, to be honest I don't know how you feel about it, Mike, but there's only so much you could say about Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz at this point. I mean, until you see game results to see how Jalen Hurts. Okay, but that
1: isn't going to stop you from saying it or me from saying oh, it no. or anybody else from saying it because that's what we we do. And you got three more weeks of this. Yeah. Whatever happens on Sunday. Uh, and then you got an off season. So uh, th- this isn't going away anytime soon. No, no. But I,
0: I decided that... Uh, I decided to, to, to really mix things up, and obviously there was news concern in the Phillies yesterday, so that's where we're going to start. We tried to get some uh, a couple of the beat writers on today uh, to discuss it, but they are on a holding pattern right now because the belief is that Dave Dombrowski will be announced and there will be a Zoom call uh, at some point this afternoon uh, as the new Phillies team president. Of-
1: was, this a, was this a sham bomb? Oh, no, that's basketball. That's basketball i've heard his name no this was a stark bomb stark bomb
0: this was a stark bomb jason stark was the first one to break it um after it appeared dave dombrowski was going to sit this round out and uh, continue to work with the nashville people who are trying to bring major league baseball to the music city he was having a home built down down there and uh wow apparently john Middleton. And there's a pandemic
1: going on. You can't move. And you so can't it. move. I, I'm amazed. Um, How old is Dave Dombrowski?
0: 64.
1: Okay, so he's not young. He's not young. Okay.
0: Uh, um, c- kind of let me get your initial thoughts that I hire. I well, mean, the higher. I mean, here's a guy who here's a guy who has won two World Series. He's yeah. been a part of four franchises. Well,
1: so is Andy McPhail, but yeah. True. Okay. He's yeah.
0: led three World Series. Uh, he's got the four different World Series. He's led three of them to, uh, with three different franchises. Right. His... The, he was the guy who, if you're real going back, helped build the Expos team that right. would have probably went to the World Series in '94. I mean, but he
1: wasn't. Was he still with them in '94? No,
0: he had gone to the Marlins at that point.
1: Right, he had right, and then the Marlins won in '97,
0: '97, and then they, um, and then and, they,
1: then he went to Detroit with Jim Leyland, right? He was, he had Jim Leyland.
0: He had Jim Leyland there, and he had Jim Leyland right. and. Um, in Miami,
1: a, Miami, yeah, yeah, because that's the guy people want instead of Charlie. You know, and look, Charlie worked out. Jim might have worked out, and you know, I I like Jim Leyland. Um, didn't want to trade the left fielder. Uh, yeah, my, my for, first of all, before I get into Dombrowski, what does this tell you about Andy McPhail? <laughs> really? No, and I'm not trying to pile on Andy. Um, I'm not a baseball person per se, like you would be. But my God, I mean, this guy for the last couple, and this falls on the owner. I'm sorry. You bought him in. You let him bring Clintac in. And I will start by saying do you think it's coincidental that what the Sixers did in the last month or so had anything to do with this? Because I don't think it's coincidental. Um, no. And uh,
0: let me float a theory out there. Okay. And it's a bit of a timeline. And it'll be interesting to see if Middleton talks about it whenever they <laughs> announce this. There's a couple bits of Palace intrigue that I, I think are going to be interesting to watch whenever the Zoom call happens. One, will Andy McPhail even be there? Um, doesn't matter. He, well, I, doesn't I'm just matter. saying, is Andy yeah. is Andy oh, oh, out the door immediately the, or is he...
1: Will he be on the Zoom call? Will or he, he or be or? there a, and leaving? You know what I mean? No, but what I'm saying is, do you mean on the Zoom call or do you mean in the organization? In the organization. Yeah, I don't think it matters because it's Dave Dombrowski's show. Dave right. ain't coming in here to answer and Andy McPhail.
0: But well, Andy, I guess the question is, does Andy transition out of it now or does he wait till the end of his contract? Give it,
1: him it, a salary and tell him to go. I Whatever. It, it doesn't matter. Andy's not going to have anything to say with anything that has to do with this. It's Dave Dombrowski. You don't bring in a Dave Dombrowski. Right. It's like when they brought in. You don't bring a guy like that in to not be the guy. It's, you know, it's 64. This is his last rodeo. Yeah. I'm guessing. I mean, you said he was trying to get a team in Nashville. So for him, him for them to talk him out of doing that, you know, I think says a lot because Dave Dombrowski ain't going somewhere to fail. Right. That doesn't mean he's good that doesn't mean the Phillies are gonna be winning the World Series three years from now. I'm just saying, but his track record is his track record. But you know there's a lot- Right. There's a lot to fix here, Kevin.
0: There is. And and, and I think th- there's a couple ends of it here. And then I'll give you c- kind of.
1: Before that, can you tell me why he got let go in Boston? Was it because of the scandal? Clash
0: with, no, clash with ownership.
1: So it had nothing to do with Dave not being like a competent or, or anything like that. No, he won the World Series the year before. That's and they just decided to let, let him go. They had a philosophical
0: difference on the direction of the franchise.
1: So they, they didn't like winning the World Series. Oh, no. Well, the okay. the following year, no, I know, I know. I remember I'm
0: the just... following year they struggled and I think right. people viewed it as okay. Uh, you know, and, and I think that's a question that will have to get brought up. And then Mookie Betts got let Well, go. Betts got Well, Betts got traded by Chain Bloom, who's who's the new GM there. Right. Um, if
1: Dombrowski had been there. You,
0: I wonder you know, I wonder if that played into it. I wonder I mean, if maybe Dombrowski okay, said, okay. "No, I'm not moving Betts and
1: Among baseball people that you know and you hear from or whatever,
0: highly respect he, it.
1: That's that, well. That's all you need to tell me. Then, then, then I'm okay. Because if if he doesn't work out, if Middleton stays out of his way and gives him that, then if, if you fail, you fail. But at least you've given yourself for the first time in in a long time a fighting chance. It five seem. years, yeah. Well, at least five years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Uh,
0: I will say, okay, and and there's a couple things here that I want to touch on involving this one I find that the sequencing fascinating this is after they got turned down by Thad Levine this is after they got turned down by Josh Burns and withdrew from consideration although do you
1: think those guys might have thought Dombrowski was was in it no okay okay
0: no because honestly they would have been coming into that type of a job
1: okay because a couple people yesterday had speculated that the last two guys to turn the job down or the last guy to turn the job down Basically turned Burns. down because, okay, because he had heard Dombrowski was kind of in the picture and figured he wasn't going to win, and rather than be not getting the job, you just take your name out of it. Well,
0: and I think the other part of this, too, is the fact that all how much has this all picked up in the last week? You know, a week ago, we were hearing this, this talk <laughs> of Zach Wheeler maybe on the trade block, and, you know, it sounds like the Phillies are one step away from a full fire sale. Um, at that point And John Middleton ha- Is berating Buster Olney And saying I wouldn't trade him for uh, Zach Wheeler for Babe Ruth And I never authorized it and all that So then in a week This all Comes to a head where Dombrowski's in McPhail in theory is out And, and I, I Wonder if I, I wonder if this The timing of this Goes in with that, you know what I mean? Like, Middleton probably saw her, saw those reports, got pissed off, and went
1: and decided. You know what? I'm going to bring. Yeah, you. but from what you were saying, Kevin, they were looking at guys before that, apparently. Well, they were looking at guys, but there wasn't exactly a sense of urgency either.
0: Well, and it was a yeah, it's but, a different
1: level of guy, too. Oh yeah, but maybe you know, I mean, I'm not going to say that one. Look, the whole thing is attached to everything. If the Sixers hadn't done what they did. And going out and getting the guys they got, you know, maybe they maybe they they don't move as quick or maybe they don't move at all. I d- I don't know. Um, they were willing to sit there for two months with Klentak, te- Klentak's right hand guy running the show because of the pandemic. That's what they that's what they told us. We're fine, you know. I whatever if the pandemic <laughs> is is having an impact, that I I get it. But you can't fire Klentak and let his right hand guy run the show. You you just can't do that, right? It's a bad... John Middleton has a lot of bad looks. And, you know... Uh, Some. I'm not going to say a lot, but some. This guy now... It's like when the Sixers bought in Doc and then let him pick his assistants and then bought in Maury. You have a totally different perception of the Sixers organization now. And we always said the Sixers had a lot of bad looks. Okay? The last few years, the Phillies have had some bad looks. Going back to Gabe... um, just things that have happened in the last couple of years that haven't worked out for them. Well, now you've brought in a legit guy. <laughs> you know, you've brought in, it, it would be like the Eagles bringing in a Bill Pollian type. You know, uh, it changes your perspective. I, I, I would agree. And I think,
0: you know, here's where I'll defend middleman. Okay. One, and I've said this time and time again, and I'm going to say it again. You know, everybody looks, oh, he's a billionaire. He should just suck up all the losses, you know, and all that. That's not the way business works. That's not the way people become billionaires, you know? And, and and, and you know, oh, you should keep the payroll what it is. Well, no, the payroll, the where it is, wasn't working either. You weren't making the playoffs with the payroll at 208. You weren't.
1: But, Kevin, when I say bad looks, I don't mean that. I, I'm, well, I, I, mean I, think that. People, I think people think he's cheap because he, you know. No, I'm not saying he's cheap. I don't mean that. What I'm just saying is we've talked about many times. You oh, he, came out, he looked dopey and for some, some of the statements. other stuff.
0: Yeah, you're when right. When you
1: make some of the statements that he makes and then you don't follow through on those, st- for whatever the reason, for wh- whatever the reasons. Uh, they went out and got Girardi last year. You know, I, I give him credit for that. I'm just saying is that you put yourself in a certain position. He's had the team for five years now. And when he took over the team, we looked at him as, this is the savior kind of guy. Now we have some stability. We have a guy with money, guy that's willing to and not a whole lot has changed in five years. Even though you've went out and got Bryce Harper. Well even the, though you went out and got Joe Girardi. Yeah, but you gotta hire the
0: right people. And he well, didn't that's hire and saying. he yeah, he didn't hire the right people when he and hired McPhail and, and Clint like Hackham. You, and Lutton. It's like us
1: trying to evaluate um um Jeff Lurie and saying, Well, but he's got Howie Roseman. And you know, we can sit there and go, That's bad, that's that's not good, but you know, he's attached to Hallie and whatever. Um, I think the Phillies now are going to be looked at in a little bit different way, both throughout baseball and, and now it depends. Now, who's Dave going to bring in to be his DM? I, I have no clue, but I'm assuming he's going to be better than Matt Yeah, uh, It's just my take. I don't know.
0: Um, I, Here's the other point. Well, there, there's a couple other things here. You know, everybody looks at well, when Dombrowski leaves an organization like he left the Tigers and he left the Red Sox and the Marlins, well, you know, the minor league system was gutted. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, one, he doesn't have a minor league system to gut here. He does. That is
1: true. That is okay, true. Okay, so
0: he is going to have to focus on restocking the minor leagues in some way. Okay? That's no doubt. And is that play to his his strength? I don't know. I mean, I could go back thirty years, look at the line of Shields and Larry Walker and and, and Marquise Grissom. and oh, that, that outfield that he had. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Dawson, yeah, I mean, so, I, I mean, so I can, I can look at that and go, you know, he's pretty damn good at restocking a system. It just wasn't the priority for the owners in the last two spots he was in. Mike Illich the was never in Mike Ilitch was never a. Worry about the minor league system guy, and neither is John Henry. he they're pretty the long results. The
1: problem here, Kevin, is stocking the minor leagues ain't going to help you in the next year or two. Well, and no. that's what people are going to be paying attention to. It might help you three years from now or four years from now, and hopefully he'll be here three years or four years from now. And the Phillies will be a decent team by then. And but that's the problem is this, this, this after five years of this ownership, um you have not done that you, you've done a horrible job of drafting so as the Eagles have and they're the two teams who are in the most try and the sixers haven't done a great job of drafting i mean they, they you know for all the top picks they had and stuff like that but um how do you fix this yeah how do you fix that bullpen and in a pandemic you are operating in a pandemic i mean it, it is a factor um you, you know you got a catcher to, i don't know if the catcher is going to be back uh, you, you know i I am assuming Zach Wheeler's not getting traded. Um, you need pieces on this team. They're throwing Vinny Velasquez at us again. Well I mean, really? Come on. Like like
0: okay. and, and then and then that's the next part. Look, do I think it's gonna have a big impact on twenty twenty one? No.
1: I don't. I, no, I probably I think, not. No. I, I right. you know,
0: I, one, we're a little late in the game. I mean, you know, I, I know it's early in the off season, quote unquote. We're late in the game for getting Kind of the the pieces, yeah the the pieces on the field. He's gonna need some time to kind of oversee whatever this is.
1: But, but maybe Kevin, you could be you could make enough of a difference next year to maybe at least make a run at a, at a wild card. I don't know. He could, yeah, sure. You know, and that, and that would be a start. I mean, they made a run at a wild card last year. But but I think if you want to look at it
0: from that perspective, okay, if could he resign Real Muto? Yeah, he could now. I I think that that's possible because sure. what it sounds like the Mets are going to go with James McCann sure at catcher yep. that takes a large maybe you get Romulo it might be a shorter term deal it may be a it it, it it may be a lesser number for a longer term deal I don't know but it, yeah. it, there's something to be said for having an adult in the room and that's if you're what Dave Malta, if, is
1: if you're Romulto would you sign a one year contract not um, one. Not one, okay. Two,
0: two. He, yeah, one. But no. See, at
1: the end of two, though, he's going to be thirty-two years old, and I don't know if he would get that massive contract after.
0: But that. the market will be more set because you will be presumably sure. past the pandemic and past yeah. the and past the collective bargaining.
1: Well, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, it's it's interesting. You're betting it's, on uh, yourself. You are. Yeah. I mean, that you're going to be still a real productive catcher. I mean, if they have 32. back here next year. Okay. I'm guessing the shortstop ain't going to be here. No. Okay, and they're talking about one or the trying. other is
0: going to be here. That's it. And
1: they are trying to trade Seguro, right? That that's the rumor they're no, trying they, to, get they, here can, to
0: they can they can try. I mean,
1: yeah, I I'm know. just saying. I mean, I mean, look. Next year, they need Kingery and what, what was he one out for? Hazley. I I always
0: Well, you him. have Quinn, Hazley, yeah. But
1: Hazley's the guy. I think the Kingery has to be a player next year. He has to. He has to be that player that you thought you were getting when you signed him a couple years ago. You hope the COVID issue's over. You hope he's gotta be a player well, and somebody has to emerge and, in center and, field.
0: And Mike, well, I think you would sign a center fielder at this point. Uh like, I think you're
1: but I'm not sure in this I think they're still gonna to try to have one of those guys. And I think Hazley's the guy they're counting on the most to maybe emerge as at least a decent center fielder, or not you well, know, maybe the answer down the road you
0: you, you look at their holes okay catcher obviously now you know until the real Muda situation is settled um right. you don't know if reese hoskins is going to be back right at the start of the season he, he had that That's tommy true. john surgery yeah, you're right uh, yeah. which could force Boehm over to third uh, from third to first at least to start the season um yeah. unless you bring somebody like jay bruce back um, I which, would
1: like to leave Bowman third, just because. But I, I hear what you're saying. Second and yeah. short, second
0: and shorter up in the air. Center fields up in the air. Left field, you have a guy who may be a platoon guy right now.
1: McCutchen. Um,
0: yeah. uh, they're, they're not it's th- three starting pitcher, two three starting pitchers, and a whole bullpen.
1: Yeah, and and, and like you said, there's nothing really in the minors. That, I mean, that's why this. Bryson well, Bryson
0: King- Stott, Stott, who's their top prospect.
1: Kingery has to be a player. And I don't mean an all-star. I don't mean that. But he's got to be he's a be solid a
0: everyday major league infielder. Yes. Yeah.
1: I know. And the same thing, Howard's got to end up being a really good third or fourth pitcher on your team. He has to be. There, there, you he, he, he has to. You you just, you know, you can't keep trotting Vinny Velasquez out there and even Eflin, and I know Eflin was better last year and and maybe he is a, he is a but this is the fifth year of Vinny Velasquez. I no, can't take it anymore. I,
0: I would severely I just can't, Mike. I would severely doubt Vinny Velasquez is on this team opening day. If it's April first or May fifteenth or wherever to have. That's funny, but
1: uh, right now he's part of the plan, kinda, and that's that's just like nuts. But I understand why because it, he got nobody else. Here's you
0: know? the here's the biggest difference too. Okay, when you look at five years ago and you look at now. Five years ago, you brought in a first-time general manager to work with a team president that hadn't won crap since 1991 or or whatever, okay? Right. Um, This time around, you have a general manager who won the World Series, it'll be two seasons ago, okay, who has two World Series on his resume, who has four appearances in a World Series. And... You have a, a a manager who is considered one of the best in the game. Those are your two big people on your brain trust right now in baseball on baseball ops. I agree, and this is why. Look, I get why people look at at the past records in Boston and see what's left when he's gone, and they. they
1: I don't care what's
0: left when he's gone, but but I but I mean the idea of oh it's it's a quick flame out, it's quick flame out. Well, again. That's kind of what he had to work with with his owners.
1: He needs Middleton to be patient. They're not hey, the going to win the World the Series Flyers, this year. That's his mo. Yeah, the guy coaching the Flyers. They say you got like three years with this guy. A lot of hockey coaches are kind of like that. I'll take three years with Vigneault. See what I can get. Um, you know, this sports anymore, Kevin is, is not a,
0: is a year to year operation. Yeah,
1: it's not. And I understand you don't want to trash your farm system. You don't want to do that because we've seen what happened with the Eagles. We've seen what happened with the Phillies. I, I, I understand all that. But it, fans now, it's a it's a, it's just like the, the James Harden. You know, Do we want to trade for James Harden? What would we give up for James Harden? James Harden's only going to be good for a couple more years as opposed to Ben Simmons maybe being good for 10. And some people look at it and say, you know what? Give me James Harden. And I'm not saying what's the right or the wrong answer. I'm just saying, is that's the way people think now. They don't think. I don't know what Joel Embiid's going to be like in five years. Mm-hmm. Who the hell knows? Um, he may still be really good in five years. Be the face of the NBA. I don't know, but you, you you want to build your farm system, but at the same time you have to have a product at the top. And the Phillies have been picking at the you know near the top of the draft for five years. And have very very little to show for. It. And,
0: and, and what's going to and what's going to complicate it right now is even though they haven't made the playoffs, they're in that no man's land, they're fifteen, yep. fourteen, 15, 16 area. Absolutely, and Absolutely. that is where you run into real problems, and yeah. where you could get more of the reaches and all that. So, uh, but again, uh, this is a better day for Phillies fans than I think a lot of them realize. Uh, oh,
1: I think they realize it. I, I think I i heard a lot of I grumbling don't last night name. Well,
0: what's the alternative? The alternative? Well, I think one. I think I think there's some people who still want the yum progressive type, um, which, yeah, which Josh Burns would have been Thad yeah. Levine would have been. Yeah. Um, But
1: maybe that would have been. What do you think? But if you can't force a person to take a job, you can't. Well, what do you think he's going to do? Is he going to hire a GM, or is he going to to be the de facto? I would imagine.
0: I would. I would imagine he's going to be the de facto GM. I think everything. Okay. He will report to one person, and that's John Middleman.
1: Okay. Now, does he
0: have one person under him who may do the? The paperwork kind of stuff, yeah, that could that could easily. What happens?
1: Happen. To, what happens to the guy who was Klentak's right hand guy? What, what happens to him?
0: Uh, I would be getting the resume out if I'm there.
1: Okay, okay. I, All uh, I'm saying is, you're the he, Phillies. You haven't been in the playoffs in a decade. Okay. Uh-huh. You just hired a guy who won a World Series two years ago. I don't see the downside in it. I'm not saying they're going to be lifting a flag three years from now or two years. I I, 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 but what's the downside? Yeah, you might have hired a brilliant young young guy who might have done the job. There's no doubt. If um, let, let me put it this way, I wouldn't
0: count on anything in 2021. Okay, but assuming, and, and I'm hearing some scuttlebutt. One of one of my buddies who's still in the game says he's hearing that they're going to push the, They're going to give a short-term extension on the CBA. Uh, because they feel like the, the game's going to... Yeah, they have to deal with the man, the coronavirus stuff first, and then they'll figure... So you
1: wouldn't be dealing with the CBA until, like, 23 or 24? 24, yeah. And the players are, are okay with that?
0: I don't think the players want major changes out of this CBA right now, so...
1: No, okay, no, I, you're more familiar with, with what's I, in the... But I,
0: mean, I, but I you, think there's you, also a logistical thing of you're trying to deal right now with COVID and then trying to sure. negotiate a CBA in the middle of a COVID thing. Sure. When you're still debating, look... I, let me put but this the way.
1: But the way you made it sound when we were talking months ago was that, yay, too, this this could be a really bad negotiation." Well, it could be a real bad negotiation, still. Yeah.
0: Okay. But but I'm what I'm what I'm hearing is because they'd
1: rather have they'd rather have labor stability.
0: Well, I I think they realize that this is not probably the market to to sure. negotiate yeah. it.
1: Yeah, and we should be. I mean, look even the most um, pessimistic uh, pessimistic person would would think that in 2 years from now we should be in a, a much better financial situation and, uh, and,
0: and by the way i'm not reporting that that's just kind of a feeling uh, that's fine. this person yeah, had that's fine.
1: um i just don't see look you got to tell me if they didn't hire Dombrowski, and they would have hired one of those guys you were talking about if they were willing you know
0: well and I, and, and this know. is and this is my final point on it um Dave Dombrowski's not overseeing – uh, 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 Dave Dombrowski's not doing a teardown.
1: Dave Dombrowski's not taking you back to a $110 million payroll. Is he going to bring in a, a a different personnel guy who's going to be making the draft picks? Or, or? I,
0: I think – they just hired this guy last year. Uh, I think it's Brian Beard is his name, formerly the Yankees, um, who apparently came highly recommended from Girardi. So it wouldn't surprise me if the guy who did Well, the, the Yankees have a good –
1: the Yankees right. have a good farm system. Right. Well, this guy just came in last year. So, they may they give him some time. they pick at the end time. of the draft. They, they, you know, they're picking less almost every year so. I mean, uh, let me ask you, if you were the Phillies, what would you have done? What move would you have made?
0: Um for for a personnel guy, like right. for, for a GM, and, was
1: there a guy that you liked? Was there a guy I like liked
0: you? Dombrowski. I didn't think they'd get him.
1: Okay, but if I told you they could have Dombrowski or they could have the guy in Miami. Wasn't the guy in Miami Mike Hill? Wasn't there a couple guys? How about the guy in Kansas City who was highly? Yeah, you know, I I don't rule
0: out JJ Piccolo coming here to work under. Uh, okay,
1: I, see know, that's what I that's what I was trying to get because at you can
0: structure say. your organization where like is JJ Piccolo coming in as the general manager and right. Dombrowski the president of baseball ops. And
1: that's what I meant. Well, that's what I meant when I asked you that question could, is, Dombrowski
0: could somebody come in? Yeah. Cause I think Dave would probably be also thinking about a succession plan.
1: Sure. Cause sure. he is 64 years old. Right. Right. Um, cause everybody seemed to look, I don't know these guys, but everybody seemed to think the guy in Kansas city was legit candidate. Um, and there was a couple other names that you know I am not aware of, but. and and I think what also,
0: and I hate to interrupt you on this, but I think the no, one, no, me. I think the one thing also when you look at it, Andy came in, and Andy was supposed to oversee baseball ops. Mm-hmm. And he was given the title of president. It wasn't president of baseball operations; it was president. Was that what Gillick had? Was that his title? Gillick was president. Period, because he he was just a fill in for um, for when Montgomery got sick.
1: Okay, okay.
0: And, and just like
1: No, uh, I mean Gillick ten, in back in '08 or '07 or whenever Gillick... what was his He like? was vice
0: president and general vice president and general manager. Okay. David was always the the president under that.
1: I got you. Okay.
0: Um I would say that you will see a clear line in the sand where Dave Dombrowski's only handling baseball operations. That when they announce this title, it will be something baseball only because I think personally, and and I haven't talked to John Middleton about this, so maybe I'm out of of school. I think that they were expecting that McPhail would be more of a a, a Gillick type who just cared about the baseball end and somebody else cared about the business end. Well, Andy dabbled in the ballpark crap and, you know, areas that Dave Buck could have easily handled. And so... I, I think it's going to be clear that what you're getting right now is you're going to get a full time baseball guy. It's not a split. Among That's what
1: I want. I want. It's not split among on
0: where to move Ashburn Alley or where to move you no. know, Bulls Barbecue and all that it, and and you know the, the type you of could, lights you could, and the Kevin, ballpark you could hire and all that crap.
1: That. Yeah. Okay. I I you know I'll, I'll move Ashburn Alley or I'll move or I'll move the barbecue. No, I want a guy who is going to make this team better. That's the only thing I care about. and That's the only thing John Middleton should care about. And when the team gets better, the fans come back. Don't care where the barbecue is. They'll be flocking to the ballpark again. And the barbecue, like they were, You know, they will um, flock to the barbecue. No, yes, but but that is not the reason they came, came to the, to the ballpark. ballpark to begin with. That was the reason. It became a happening. Well, you know, it became they, a, they, became the hit place to be for five years. Um, and that's great. But the reason first and foremost was because the team got good.
0: They came to the ballpark in the first year or two because of the first, uh, because of Right,
1: right, right, right. But then when the team got good on top of that...
0: Then the team became the main.
1: Yes, and at first they came to see Jim Tomey. That's why Jim Tomey was brought in here. You know, we're moving to a new ballpark. We have a guy who's hitting a lot of home runs. He's going to the Hall of Fame. And then you had Jimmy come up and Eitley come up and Howard come up and Cole come up and, hey... What did they have like three hundred straight sellouts or something? Yeah, that's amazing. It, it's it's amazing, and and you know, and I think that can happen again. Maybe not sellouts because it's a tough for economic times now and all, but you know what I'm saying. You can you can put thirty eight thousand in there on a fairly regular basis, and that place was hopping. It was a great place. You were down there all the time, Chris. You covered I, all the home games.
0: I got I got
1: spoiled. Yes, we all got spoiled. Like when when the Flyers used to eat, you couldn't get a Flyers ticket back in the 80s. I mean, it was the hardest ticket in the world to come by. And then the Sixers. We've seen the last few years, the Sixers, that place was one of the biggest home quarter vanities in the NBA. Yeah. You know, that's what happens when you have a good team and it's marketed well. You don't really even have to market it. I yeah. mean, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, let's go get some barbecue.
0: Exactly. Um, all right so that's the phillies story um by the way next friday uh in addition to our normal football hoot nanny and i'm sh- we' we're, we're, we're lining up a couple guests for next couple weeks so we're we're in pretty good shape with them uh, i'm not ready to announce them but we've had some pretty good commitments that people want to come on the show so um and hopefully there won't be press conferences that will
1: uh, dombrowski's coming on
0: i haven't tried that one yet Okay, I would love to get John on Middleton.
1: No and, shit.
0: I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I think John would be a good a good conversation on on a
1: lot of ends. I don't but. think John's coming on this podcast, but that's just no. Me. I can, no, I guess it can't
0: hurt to ask. But can do anything you want. Can do anything we want, but he is not coming on right now, um, or maybe ever. Um but also next week, I, I, I got thrown out of my train of thought. Um, next week I'm going to next Friday reveal my Hall of Fame ballot uh, on here. Um, we can go over it. I know Mike's Mike loves this stuff, right?
1: I I am of the belief. I agree with Rich Hoffman that the writers should not vote on this. I find it very very weird that the people who cover the game, even though they might know about it. Because too many guys have gotten left out of the Hall of Fame or put into the Hall of Fame Mm -hmm. because of how they acted with the media. That is bogus bullshit. It should have nothing to do with it. The guy from the Orioles, Eddie Murray, should never have had to wait as long as he waited because he was an idiot.
0: Waited two years, Uh, I think.
1: That's fine. It should never come into play. Phil Rizzuto shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame because he was a a nice guy and a Yankee.
0: That was a Veterans Committee guy.
1: Yeah, and I'm not saying Phil Rizzuto shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, but there were guys who got in because they're good guys. Um, I still think Albert Bell should be in the Hall of Fame, and he was one of the biggest pricks apparently walking the face of the earth. Media should have nothing to do with it. They well, should never vote on what they cover. It's it's well, wrong.
0: We'll discuss wrong. we'll discuss this next week, because just, uh, but, but I will give my ballot next week.
1: Yeah, that's fine. But like I said, I like the way the NFL kind of does it. Um, sort of. I mean, and there's the, there's false. I know the one, the Naismith Hall of Fame up in um, the, the basketball one, There's a lot of issues with that. Jimmy McConnell, the great late Jimmy McConnell. God bless him. I loved o- him. O'Connell. O'Connell, my bad. Used to tell me all the time the horror stories that went on with the voting for that one. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just as bad. But there's no right. There's no. Way to do it—that's perfect. There, no. there, just isn't. Um, but I just think when you get guys who have grudges, and I'm not saying you do, Kevin. I don't mean no, that. I, but, but you know what I'm talking about. I know. Um, you know, and 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 it probably came into play with Dick Allen. Um, although I still say Dick Allen's not like a surefire guy where you just say he's in. But man, it's just you know Albert Bell. Look at Albert Bell's ten years, and tell me how he's not a Hall of Famer. I, I just don't get it. His numbers were incredible for a decade, and that to me is a testament to a Hall of Famer. If you were one of the best players in your sport for a decade, you're not, and, and it goes back to what's, what's the one guy in the NFL, um, Drew Pearson, the wide receiver for the Cowboys, who's the only guy on the all-decade team for the 80s who's not in the Hall of Fame. Or the 70s. Was it the 70s? might mm-hmm. be the 70s. Albert Albert Bell.
0: I should point out to people. Uh, Albert Bell hit two ninety five, had a slugging percentage of five sixty four, right uh, three hundred and eighty one homers, twelve hundred and thirty nine RBIs over twelve years, right, um, and that's his career. He was a lot better, obviously, with Cleveland, mm-hmm. uh, where you know he averaged, you know, he was two hundred forty two homers in six years in Cleveland or in eight years in Cleveland. Yeah, and then sixty in Baltimore, seventy nine in uh, Chicago. Mm. So,
1: and, and I could, like I said, maybe he's not a surefire. Maybe I'm overstating the fact, but I know I looked at his numbers a couple times. Mm-hmm. Some of the years he put together, and it was just like incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: he had he had fifty and one twenty six one year, fifty homers, one hundred twenty six RBIs, forty eight and one forty eight in ninety six. He was a five time All Star.
1: Yeah. Forty-eight and one forty-eight, man. I mean, and and yeah, I mean, maybe look, maybe he's not a surefire. Top, top three,
0: top three, and MVP voting three straight years.
1: Yeah, it just seems to me that one of the things that held has held him back was the fact that he was a prick.
0: Yeah,
1: and like Baines is Harold Baines is in because he's a good guy.
0: Again, um, I will point out Harold Baines was the Veterans Committee. But, sure,
1: sure. No, no, no. I, I. How can let me ask you this question? How can Dick Allen, in the only year he came on the ballot, get three percent of the votes? I mean, that's kind of hard to figure.
0: And and that was a different time too. Uh, sure, we'll, we'll we'll get into this next week. Um. Yeah. All right. Eagles news this morning. Jason Peters' season, perhaps, probably his career, are over. He has
1: probably. If he's playing next year, something's wrong. Our
0: buddy John Clark has reported that Jason Peters wants to play next year.
1: Uh, it, uh, well, you know what? It better God not be him, for this let team. Let him play for some other team. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, y- you know.
0: I mean, he, he's entered the Willie Mays stumbling around in center field mode.
1: He's worse than that. It's it's worse than that because Willie at least could stumble. I mean, look, I love the guy. He's a Hall of Famer. He's going in the Hall of Fame as an eagle. God bless him. He couldn't block you and me. And what's to make me believe that at 38 his foot's going to heal? Well, he's having he's
0: year. having surgery.
1: That's wonderful. He's 38 years old. He's got a lot of miles on a Hall of Fame body. God bless him. But my God, I'll, I'll tell
0: the story of my mechanic Howard. My mechanic. My father had a 1987 Cut, uh, Oldsmobile Cutlass. Good that car he, that he drove around in. It was 2015 or I'm sorry no 20 of, of uh, 2005 um, and my father literally like everything was rusting off and falling off and everything he had like the odometer had stopped or the 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 odometer had stopped working and all that and my mechanic Howard went to my dad and went it's time it's time. It's time. Just, you know, it's like somebody has to step in and say, Jason, it's time. Well,
1: remember, nobody signed him this year, Kevin, until Brandon Brooks got hurt.
0: Yeah, and no, nobody's rooting for a jo- uh, Howie to keep the job more
1: than Jason Peters. Right, but I mean, there's nobody in the league that wanted him. For whatever he was asking for, I don't know what he was asking for. And then Brandon Brooks got hurt. Mm-hmm. And, and he was he back. decided they needed a right guard, and here's Jason Peters. Okay. And then the left tackle goes down. And now all of a sudden, oh, we got to give him two more million dollars or three or whatever the hell they gave him to play left tackle. And every week he was getting pushed back. And, you know, we, we wonder about Carson Wentz and why Carson is having. Yeah, part of it's on Carson. That's But part of it is because his left tackle was allowing the other teams, whatever, to, like, live in Carson's face. And,
0: right.
1: you know, and there was nothing they could do about it because they had nobody else.
0: So Nate Herberg will start at guard against the Saints on Sunday um, in a game that, to be honest, is defined by one thing, how Jalen Hurts plays. I mean, th- this is... Yep, that's it. That's it. That's it. It's not that's even it. win or lose. It's did Jalen Hurts play well.
1: Yeah, and like I said to you, I love, I, there are some people who are predicting, I'm, you know, I listen to ESPN a lot, whatever, the guy, some guys are predicting it's going to be ugly because of the Saints' defense and this and that. I don't know how much the Saints are going to care. It's their third straight road game. I don't know what that means. They in get the world, Chiefs next week. And I don't know what that means in a world where home there's no home field anymore. You know, you're flying into a city, you're playing, whatever. Um, no Drew Saints,
0: Brees, by the way.
1: If the Saints care, if the Saints care, they're going to win the game. They might not win it by three touchdowns. They might only win it by a touchdown or whatever, but they're going to win even with Taysom Hill, whatever. I think the Eagles will play better just because. It's a change. They looked a little better at the end of the game last week playing against a a Packers defense that didn't care at that point. So we'll see what happens. I mean, the Saints are going to try to throw stuff at him to confuse him, which might not be hard to do. Uh, Supposedly, the Eagles coach is now going to come up with a better game plan to help his quarterback. Oh, what a novel idea after 12 weeks of dropping Carson Wentz. if they drop hurts back in the pocket more than five or, t- or 10 times. They're nuts, but okay. When they run the ball more, we'll see. Um, but yeah, he's going to have some good moments. He's going to make some plays. He's going to make some plays with his feet. He's going to make some, th- and then he's going to have some bad moments. And, you know, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not going to make judgments after this game that, oh my God, he's Johnny Unitas, or oh my God, he's he's Kevin Cobb. I mean, you know we're going to, and and I think barring something stupid, we're going to see him in the last three games. Now I don't know the worst thing, Kevin, that can happen to this team, and I mean this sincerely, is that they win three of these last four games and J- and Hertz looks okay. The worst thing, because
0: now you've you've yo you created the circus for July. Yeah.
1: It's going to be a circus into next season. Mm-hmm. You know Carson Wentz ain't going anywhere. He's thirty-four million dollars or fifty-nine million dollars against your cap next year, and on a team that's over the cap. Yeah. So, and I'm not wishing J- Jalen Hurts bad. I don't. I, I want him to play well. I, I want the team to go out. And but
0: they've invite, But they invited this. They invited they, this mess yeah. into their into their home. They really well, do. Joe
1: DeCamera said it was the, the greatest thing. I, you know, do, I, love, do you re- I love Joe. Do
0: you really want to get me going?
1: Well, I love Joe. That, I, I, love, I like Joe, but I don't. That is the most asinine thing I I've
0: should. ever heard. Asinine. i
1: supposed to be thankful for Jalen Hurts? Why? Because it means Carson ain't going to play well, the last four games. I get that part of it. I didn't want to see Carson play four more games like the first 12. I, I, I don't need any of that, but Jalen Hurts, you, in my opinion, is not the answer long-term. He may prove me wrong. I love Jalen Hurts. I loved him in college. I thought what he did in that SEC championship game that year was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in college football, that he sat the whole year after losing the job to Tua, came off the bench, and propelled his Bama team to a victory. That showed me so much about who Jalen Hurts is. But I'm not sure that two years from now or three years from now he's the guy who can be leading the Eagles to a playoffs. I don't know that. I see now you got me really like wanting to go off. You can do whatever you want. I, this is why I don't get on Twitter, Kevin. I tried to explain this to you 150 times. All right. Over the course of my life. All right. I'm going I'm, to, you know, this, I, 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 you know,
0: you're right. I like Joe personally is a good guy. Okay. Yes, he is. That is the most asinine statement I've ever heard in my life that I should thank an incompetent general manager who has trouble drafting in a normal set of circumstances. I should thank him for a, f- like literally seven months after signing the franchise quarterback to a $130 million extension. I'm supposed to thank him for going out of his way to sabotage that same quarterback.
1: That's well, ridiculous. You're, you're thankful. This is what you're, I, I I can only assume Joe meant it this way that if you didn't have Jalen Hurts, Sudfeld would be playing, okay? By the way, they tried to tell us two years ago how good they felt about Sudfeld. And sign
0: him to an extension.
1: Yeah. And, and I understand teams say that. They, they I get it. But um, what I think Joe was trying to say was we would have four more weeks of Carson, which nobody needed to see this year. Next year, you have to hope that you see better Carson, or you would have been seeing Sudfeld. I'm assuming... Because nobody would care. The one thing is people now care about this game on Sunday. They're interested because of Jalen Hurts. If Sudfeld was playing this Sunday, you wouldn't give a crap. If Carson was playing this Sunday, you wouldn't give a crap. Now you give a crap.
0: Marginally, but yeah.
1: For reasons that you don't want to give a crap. And we will never know. Me and you will never know. How much them drafting Jalen Hurts affected this season? We'll never know. And, and, and
0: then, I mean, look, and I get that sometimes guys say stuff to provoke phone callers and, and to get everybody's ire up. And maybe Joe was trying to do that. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, in a strange way, I almost hope it was that as opposed to actually believing that nonsense. I mean, because
1: I think Joe's a good guy. Uh, well, if Jalen Hurts turns out to be the Eagles' starting quarterback going forward, then Joe's right, and you don't know the answer to that, and I, I don't know it. Either. Yeah, you're right. Right. So he he will be right in that sense. Right now, I am not convinced that Jalen Hurts is going to be that person. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that I, I hope that Carson Wentz returns to being Carson Wentz next year, or that Jalen Hurts is is Dak Prescott. Going forward, um, I just, I'm just i not sure of either of those things. That's why I can't get on board with that right now at this minute, but we don't have anything else to get on board with. So I'm grasping at straws. Um, Let me change topics, because to
0: be honest, I said this at the beginning of the show, Hurts and Wentz, nothing's going to change until they actually play on Sunday. I mean, it, it, it's something that it, it's there. And
1: And Kevin, this situation is not going away. I get it. Will Uh, not be resolved until next year's training camp or next year's games. And I'm, if like, if you're asking me right now what I think, I think Carson Wentz is their starting quarterback game one next year. I agree. So, because there's no other financial option. Right. So, in some, I'll be honest, I
0: think, I think Carson Wentz is going to end up starting again at some point this year.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm not sure that you might be right. But I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't. It almost doesn't matter what Jalen Hurts does in these four games, because if Jalen Hurts really looks good, you're going to take a 34 million dollar cap hit, or you're to going make to have him a backup. Yeah, yeah. I but I don't understand who's going to trade for him, and you're still taking a 34 million dollar hit. If the Eagles trade him, he's going to count 34 million dollars towards they, their cap.
0: Now, the, I wonder if, and I, you know, Andrew Brandt has been on a couple places, and I, I. I Probably should have heard this answer. Um, I wonder if you can rework the contract to make it easier for them to not to absorb a cap hit and make him more appealing for a team who would be trading.
1: I don't him. think so. I've I, what I've heard is that he counts even if they trade him. He counts now. I don't understand this because I would think the other team would have to be picking up the salary. But I look, I'm not the cap I think it's a
0: signing bonus thing.
1: It's it no, the signing bonus is where fifty nine where it goes up to fifty-nine million if they cut him. If they cut him before I think it's it's March, I think. There's a date in the March. third day of the league year. I did hear okay, that. Okay, whatever. He's fifty-nine million. Fifty nine. That's one third of your cap. Yeah. For a guy who ain't playing for you. Mm-hmm. That's that's has any team in NFL history ever done that? No. Okay. So if you like if if the Eagles could trade him and get rid of the 34 million, I'm like okay. Who's going to do that? I don't have the faintest clue. Um they're in a bad spot. It, 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 I'm convinced that Carson Wentz is going to be their starting quarterback. Unless Jalen Hurts is Dak Prescott by next training camp, and the Eagles just say, "Hell, we got to play Dak." I mean, we got to play um, Jalen because he's better. You know, if Carson Wentz never gets better than what he's been this year, well, that's you. You got at some point you got to say, "Hey, th- th- we can't do this. We because we can't win games like this." You know, um, but they're they're in a bad spot, Kevin. They're they're in a really 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 bad spot because they got to get rid of a lot of bodies before next year and that means next year ain't going to be good well let me let me go of who's your quarterback
0: let me get to this quote um this is mike sando from the athletic who's their not na- one of their national nfl guys uh and it was like brandon lee gowden brought it up on the bleeding green nation so i better i'll give him credit too in his clips thing he uh a cap manager from another team struggled to find enough players I, to, I re- heard this quote. to release to comply with the $175 million cap for next season. Holy shit, the cap manager said at yep. one point. They're screwed yep. in general. Fi- yep. He said a few minutes later, finally, this is a bear. I would advocate tearing it all down and starting over, another t- uh, top exec from another team said. Do you do that with Carson? Do you trade Carson, play Hurts for a year, see where it goes before? because he could be a runaround guy? It all depends who you hire as head coach. It, it
1: it here's the biggest problem aside from how he's three horrible drafts and and, and, and <laughs> I think you're being kind just three but go ahead well well no I'm saying but since the super bowl I mean right. you, oh, you know okay. before, yeah before that yeah the problem is if if you put me in Jeffrey Lurie's, I, I, I'm Jeffrey Lurie. I can do what I want I probably blow it damn up damn right Ken okay but Jeffrey Lurie has vested relationships in this so it's not as easy, or maybe it is. I mean, I don't, but I'm just saying, Jeffrey has a relationship with Howie. He's got some kind of a relationship with Doug. I don't know what, but, and, and they do have a Super Bowl three years ago that, you, you know, put you over the hump as yep. far as an owner. Mm-hmm. Now, I, so I don't know going forward what he's willing to do. I would blow it up because I don't think the coach can work with this quarterback. I just don't think he can. Maybe he can work with Hurts better than he can work. He needs a quarterback like Nick Foles, who's going to run the West Coast offense the way he wants the West Coast offense run. And it didn't always work with Foles either. But think about this. I'll go back to the point I was trying to make about, let's say if Hurts won three of these last four games, which means they'd have to steal an upset somewhere, beat the Cowboys and beat the Washingtons. And the Eagles somehow, whether they get into the playoffs or not at that point, I still don't think they can. But, whether they did or not, for the third time in four years, you would have had a backup quarterback saving your season, so to speak. And your other quarterback had to save the season last year by winning those last four games after losing to the Dolphins. But you had full saving 17, you had um, full saving 18, and then you would have Hurt saving 2020. What does that say going forward? You know the three times in four years, and you know it. it, it I just think I don't think I think Doug's going to have to take the hit. I, I think that's what's going to come out of all this, unless something in these last four weeks. You know, whatever they're not going to be good next year, Kevin. No, it's just there's no way they can be good next year. Nope. And the fact that you have Whiteside and and Rager and Dillard and and guys like Jones who aren't here anymore and and, and all this. Who had to be parts of this thing next year? Because you're going to have to get rid of probably Brandon Graham. I mean, you spend so much money on your defensive line; it's it's incredible with some of these guys. You've got um, Deshaun Jackson and 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 Alshon are still going to count against your cap next year. Yep. How is that possible? Well, yep. How can Howie go into Jeffrey in a meeting and defend himself? You can't. But is he going to get rid of them? I don't know.
0: Um. By the way, while you were talking, the Phillies made it official, Dave Dombrowski. Uh, What's his title? First ever president of baseball operations. Okay. Uh, so he's not
1: the general manager.
0: Uh. Well, no, he would be the president, which would obviously oversee everything on the baseball end.
1: But but like what you were saying before, could there be the the guy from Kansas City come in to be the general manager who works under him? Um, Or is that that stupid to do that?
0: I don't know. Uh, That'll be something that I'll get asked at the press conference. Yeah. Uh, The John Middleton quote, this is a great day for the Philadelphia Phillies. David Dombrowski is one of the most accomplished executives this great game has ever seen. We're thrilled to welcome the Philadelphia between David and Joe Girardi. We now have two of the best people in place to set us back on a path where we want to be, and that is the postseason and contending for world championships,
1: plural. Yep. Um, Let me ask you a question. Didn't they sort of say that about McPhail when they brought him in? Uh I would love to actually go back and read that email. But I'm him. just saying, I'm guessing when they introduced McPhail. Yeah, I'm sure. He had the two World Series. and He'd taken another team to a World Series, right? They're the Cubs almost made the World Series, yep. um, if not for Bartman. um, Yeah, I'm, and I'm not knocking Dombrowski. I don't mean it that way, but I'm saying I'm sure John Middleton thought much the same about McPhail when he bought him in, and that didn't turn out right now. They didn't have Girardi at the time. Right. They were dealing with different managers, but... Um. It,
0: by the way, it's interesting. This next paragraph, and then I'll go back to... We'll get to the football picks after this, I promise. Um, in addition to his success at the Major League level, this is the next paragraph. This would be the th- like the fourth paragraph of the press release. Did he bury the lead? Dom, no. Dombrowski has had some prominent first-round selections during his career. Some of the notable names he's had. Okay, Rondell White, Cliff Floyd in Montreal... Charles Johnson, Mark Katze, Josh Beckett, Adrian Gonzalez in Florida, Justin Verlander, Cameron Maben, Andrew Miller, Rick Porcello, and Nick Castellanos in uh, Detroit. Five of Dombrowski's fir- former first-round selections with the Tigers are in the top 12 of w- overall career war among the franchise's first-rounders, according to Baseball Reference. Verlander, Porcillo, Mabin, Castellanos, and Miller. Finally, the 16 first-round selections, including 13 supplemental picks he made while he was in Detroit, including supplemental picks he made while he was in Detroit, 13 had played in the major leagues. So they're now try, they're trying to sell people, and, and this is a great move by the Phillies PR department. They're showing his track record when it comes to development as opposed to just being the guy who comes in and burns it to ground.
1: Yeah. All I- right.
0: That's one. Yeah, that's fine. That, no, I, I mean those are I some pretty good names. Fine. Those are some really good names in some of them. So I'm not.
1: I'm look. I, I'm all for it. I mean, look, I I, I had it. We'd had enough of McPhail. I was one. just gonna say, is it you're all for it because it's anybody but Andy McPhail no, at this point? No, I'm, I mean, look, the guy won a World Series two years ago. Yeah. How can I be down about that? Um, it's like, look, Doc Rivers has won a title and is respected as being a activist, you know, for the Black Lives Matters and all the things that were going on in our world right now. But he has lost three, three to 3-1 leads, I, I, you know, including this year. That's why he was available in the first place. But I'm not going to knock getting Doc Rivers because we'd had enough of Brett. And I think Brett's a great guy. But Brett, you know, it goes back. Think about this. We're talking about the Eagles coach. Can he work with this quarterback? It was obvious that Brett couldn't work with what he had. Yeah. And I don't know if Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons were the reason why it didn't work or if the fact that Brett wanted to run a system that was like European basketball or why it didn't work. I I don't know this. We're going to find out. But then Doc goes out and hires, from all accounts, a great staff. Everybody talks about this staff that he's put together. I don't know what Brett's staff was like. I mean, Monty got a job, right? Uh, Some of his assistants got head coaching jobs. So – um. I don't know. I just know that what the, and then you go get Maury for crying out loud. Who's like pretty well respected. He never won a championship, but you know, respect it. So how can I feel bad about what the Sixers did? It might not end up in a championship. We'll find out. Um, but it looks like the Phillies are kind of trying to do a similar thing, but I think they tried to do this five years ago and it didn't work out, but you know, um, um, I'm not saying Dombrowski's McPhail. I no. don't mean it that way. Um where will and, and where, that? where will
0: Andy McPhail rank in the disappointments as a front office executive? Oh, or- I,
1: I mean, I don't know. It's it's you know, there've been worse. Um there've certainly been look, I, I mean, maybe the biggest mistake he made was hiring Clentak. You know, the Phillies went from a non analytical organization to an everything analytical organization. Yeah. And Joe Girardi's an analytical guy too. I mean, yeah. um, you know a little um, more a
0: little more moderate than the Clentac crew, but yeah, yeah, you're right.
1: But yeah, I mean, and and I don't know if Brett was an if the Sixers were an analytical kind of organization, um, you know, Brett wanted to play a certain way. Yeah. That that's why Bully Ball was never gonna work. Uh and and you know, Doug Peterson wants to play a certain way. Yeah. I'm sure Doc Rivers wants to play a certain way. We'll see, uh, you know. Uh, well, uh, and they, you see the Clip, the Clippers just gave gave George like a, like two hundred million. I, mean, I saw that. I'm thinking like he's not a two hundred million dollar player. No, he's not. Um, um, that organization is going to go. I I think that especially well, now the Lakers are good. Yeah, you know, and LeBron's crowd. I, I think that whole thing about bringing Kawhi in, while they had to do it. Uh, oh, they're getting
0: a new stadium. They're getting a new arena built for them. So,
1: yeah, but now, so. When's, that, when's that going to take place? Two years. Okay, by then the Lakers could have another title. They're, they're going, going out Lakers.
0: towards Inglewood. Um, they're going out oh, towards where yeah, the football Engle- stadium Englewood's is.
1: Englewood's a beautiful neighborhood. Jesus,
0: God. Well, no, they're going out where the they're going out where the football stadium is, where the forum know, used to be. I know, and
1: I know, but the forum's not in a good neighborhood, from what I've been told.
0: I've never. Englewood is I've not never like Shangri La. I've never been to L.A.
1: No, I'm just going by what I've been told. Oh, I, like,
0: I, I understand.
1: The forum wasn't in the greatest of, of – look, the, Laker, the Lakers are the Lakers. You cannot be the second team in a town. You can't. You're the White Sox in Chicago, right? Right. You're, you're, you're the, the Clippers in L.A. You're the, the Chargers in L.A. Uh, you're the Mets in New York. Um, and, and the Mets are a pretty good second team. But they're still never, ever, 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 ever going to be the Yankees. The Devils ain't going to be the Rangers. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's just that, that's, you know, it's just the way it is. Um, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean the Clippers can't win a title or can't have a fan base. But when the Lakers are good, it doesn't matter. No. You know, it's the Lakers' town. And so LeBron's still got a couple years left. And he's still got AD by his side, and it looks like they've actually improved themselves. Yeah, Um,
0: We'll see. One final note on the Eagles, and this kind of goes back to the rant I had earlier because it involves the camera too, okay? Uh, You know, Malcolm Jenkins came out this week and talked about feeling disrespected. And, oh, how could you feel disrespected? He ended up going to a better place and get a lot of money and all that. The, the point was the Eagles, like, he, he you know, he was underpaid for what he did here, in a sense, if you look at his value compared to other safeties on the market, okay? And I know people are going to go, oh, how can you say any pl- athletes are underpaid, okay? The Eagles last year told him, hey, come on in. Don't do a holdout there in training camp. We'll talk. And then they, then they pretty much never talked. They sold him a bill of goods. So an athlete's going to feel disrespected and all that. And I think part of it is Malcolm's probably trying to pump himself up this week to to face the Eagles. You know, it's a, going up against my old team and all that. You know, uh, I, 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 you know, I think sometimes people have to understand that athletes, athletes can feel like they've been shafted, even with the money. And,
1: and I will say this to you, I like, I, I like Jenkins. What he did here, I don't ever want to hear the word disrespected. I hate that flipping word. Because all it is is a guy and, – and, and look, I don't know what conversations are on between him and Howie or whatever, and maybe he did get screwed. I don't care. The disrespected crap, I hate that. It's like, well, I went to – you know, we, we had a difference of a million dollars or two million you – know, and every athlete that leaves is disrespected. You know, we heard it with the linebacker that left the Eagles t- 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 17 years ago. Um, you know, Seth – or not Seth, was it Seth or, or the other guy um, – uh, the ax man who, you know, went sure to my, I, I, I don't care. I don't care if he was disrespected. I, I, I hate that. It's like, what does this, dis- it's the most overused word in sports anymore. I'm disrespected. Everybody's disrespected. To was disrespected. This guy's disrespect. All that means is I didn't get as much money as I wanted. That's all that means, Kevin, bottom line. And maybe how he's the biggest asshole in the world. And maybe how he goes into a room and, and tried to, to 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 run this guy over to Coles over a million dollars. That's fine, but don't come back eight months later and tell tell me how you no. You're playing on the Saints. They have a chance to win a Super Bowl. I, I don't care about what, you know. You gave a lot to Philadelphia, and we appreciated it. The people in Philadelphia appreciated what you meant to the city. Leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, I don't want to hear about how the, the Eagles try. Yeah, that that's fine. Whatever. Just go play for the Saints. Win a super bowl. I hope they do win a Super Bowl. Because I've picked the Saints like the last three years and they didn't. But I I don't want to hear that. I, I don't I, I don't need it. Especially like this week. You know, really. Just come back and, and if the if the stands were full, they'd give you a standing ovation and go out and play your game and, and I hope he gets a ring out of it, another ring out of it to go with the one he won with the Saints and the Eagles. He left three. But don't 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 I, I hate that disrespect it when they throw that into the ring. I don't want to hear that.
0: By the way, the, the Dombrowski count, uh, contract, four years, $20 million.
1: Yeah, that's a Yeah, if they win a World Series in four years, it'll be a bargain.
0: It'll be a bargain. All right, you ready for some football picks?
1: Sure, why not? All right. Are they still playing college football? Uh,
0: Yeah, somewhat.
1: Okay. Uh-huh. Just find me where you want to go. Take me to the action. Take me to the track. Take me to a party all
0: right so we are the last weekend of the regular season in college football um next weekend is the conference championship weekend and you get into the bowl games what's left of them um and the NFL obviously heading for home. Final quarter of the season
1: officially begins this week. What do you think of BC? taking Go, good for them. Out of a good bowl for them. game. Because, no, no. I, that was my take on it. But think about this. A school coming out and telling you we're mentally and physically exhausted by all this. We're not going to play in a bowl. Mm-hmm. I commend them for that. I, I do too. I, now, I don't know how their players feel. You know, maybe some of their players wanted to play in a bowl game because players want to play. But I just thought that statement summed up the sports scene to me exactly correctly. And
0: and the sport really, look. I mean, I think one of the things they have to do at some some point in here is uh kind of look and, and and see about just the the totality of the way that they and this is going forward, and we can mention this with college basketball, the structural issues with the sport and you you got so many games that have been pieced together on the fly, and you got all these bowl games that now seem kind of frivolous because of everything going on. Um, I, You know, I, I, the playoffs kind of made a lot of this insignificant anyway. So are you better off just breaking the money down for television and everything and cut back on the number of po- bowls? I don't know, uh, but I think that there's something. You
1: think that they're going to cut back. Kevin, you're living in a dream fantasy. Uh, I am. It, it, it's you. You're you're so out of touch with reality of life. It's all about money, and it, it's and in the pros, it's about money, which it should be about money. They're about money. Yeah, but Mike, I, I will, s-
0: Mike, I, Mike, I'll say this. I think that when you, yeah, you know, the old thing, if you break a habit, you, you know, if you break a routine, it's tough to get back in it. I think that somebody at ESPN, you look, the the finances for a lot of this stuff are going to go down. ESPN pays for a lot of the bowl games. Um I think they may look at it this year with the cap cr- with the money crunch they have and go, do we need 40 bowl games?
1: It's an interesting well, they're question. They're the ones that create they're the ones that created the 40 bowl games.
0: I know, and maybe now they well, have second thoughts.
1: Nah, I, well, look, that, but that's not a college football question. That's an well, ESPN I think the co- no, but I I'll say the college football question is and
0: it's the same with college basketball. Should there be an over there's been a vacuum of leadership in this whole situation this year. Would you agree? But
1: there's not going to be a grand poobah of college football. Okay. Okay. If you ask Temple, if Temple goes 6-6 six and six next year, and here's the question. Temple, you can go to a bowl game at 6-6. Six and six. It's the 42nd best bowl game. Do you want to go? Temple's going to say yes. Yeah. I want to go to a bowl game because that's what kids play for. Go to a bowl game. You're not going to go back to where only 25 or 30 teams go to bowl games. Yeah. It ain't going it ain't it ain't that ain't the way the world works. All right. We're going to go to a bowl game, we're going to play it, um and that's and, and in another year or two we'll be back to normal and there'll be 45 bowl games or whatever the hell bowl, you know, there's going to be teams going to bowl games this year with losing records. We've had teams go to bowl games with losing records in the past. It's 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 not a reward anymore. No. Used to be a reward for having a great season, and the playoffs have have screwed the Bulls anyway. If they ever go to eight playoff teams, which they're probably going to go to at some point, and maybe the 64 football teams break off because that was the recommendation that came down last week, yep. which probably makes the most sense. Uh, um, would Temple be one of those 64 teams? Probably not. No, they won. So, uh, you know. We should point out six
0: games among top 25 teams have been canceled or postponed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally. Oh, before,
1: before you get into that, I got to pass something on to you. Go. I was with somebody last night uh, okay. because we did our Toys for Tots thing. Oh, okay. And actually, even though under the circumstances, you know, it was hard. People came out. It was amazing what people give.
0: I would have come out um, if i known, but okay. It's
1: okay. I didn't, want to, I didn't want you going down there with the COVID and all okay. that kind of crap. Yeah, the we'll funny you part was year.
0: I drove around anyway.
1: Well, we'll get you next year. Okay. Because um, Eddie tweeted it out, but you probably don't follow Eddie. No, I, don't I follow
0: know. Eddie. It just probably slipped through. Don't
1: worry about it. It's okay. okay. But what I'm saying, like one lady showed up with six bags of toys. I looked at her. I said, Ma'am, you know. And she goes, look, I run a baking business. I had some extra money. People in South Philly are, and I'm not just signaling them out, but they kind of have a bond down there. They're yeah. South Philly. And, but anyway somebody from Villanova came down sure and we were talking and I hadn't seen this person in a while yet he said the situation at Bohegan's son for Villanova's basketball team was dreadful he said now these kids were up there for what a couple weeks was yeah. it or a week and a half yep. couldn't go out of there they they went they got a they practiced they got a box like lunch or something they went back to their rooms they couldn't work out he said they basically were sequestered. And this was for the whole traveling party. He said, mm-hmm. "Mike, it was brutal. This is what the and I know kids want to play. I, I, I get, but people don't understand what these kids I think are going through. No, I know to play these games, and they don't care.
0: And Coach K, I thought did a. Uh, I thought Coach K was was honest. I know people, but say, he took
1: crap for it.
0: He did take crap for it.
1: You know, well, Coach K was honest, and Coach
0: K canceled in his final three – yeah. Non-conference games and sending his kids home for Christmas, which may not be the best idea given with the travel and COVID and all that. But I get what he's
1: saying, that these kids need, you know. But but as the person from Villanova said to me, he goes, can you imagine a lot of these kids not being able to go home for Christmas? And you're right, Kevin, there are risks in going home sure. for Christmas. And it goes back to the whole thing, money. Yep. And basketball should should have been smart enough, seeing what football was going through, to say we're not going to play till January, yep. not that it's going to be better in January. I don't mean it that way, but I think at some point somebody should have said we're only going to play conference games. We're going to have a shortened season. Yep. You know, Villanova might only play 15 games this year, yep. but they're going to be. We're not going to have a, a rule that says you got to play 15 games to make the NCAA tournament. Whatever you do, whatever you're going to do, and we're going to have an NCAA tournament in March because that's all anybody cares about, yep. really. We're gonna have an NCAA tournament. We don't know if it's gonna be 64 teams, 128 teams, whatever. Because the same things that this guy was telling me happened at Mohegan Sun are gonna happen in Indianapolis. If you if you put, bring people out sure. there for two or three weeks, sure. And I don't understand, but it's this need that we have as a society to have sport, to have this diversion, and to make money for the schools. Yep. And it's just you, you sit there at some point and say. Is that really what's the most important thing? But then people would say to you, if like there's people now say, well, we don't have this NCAA tournament money for a second straight year, we're dead meat. Yeah. All right. You ready? You ready for some football picks? Sure. Why not? All
0: right. Here we go. You want to start it off there?
1: In the colleges? Yeah, I, I, I This is how I did it this week. I wrote down a bunch, of, especially in the pros, a bunch of games where I have information. I don't know if I would tell you to pick a side, but I'm just going to throw stuff out. Uh, so I'm going to throw, first of all, the, I think one of the most interesting is Army-Navy's playing at Army. Yep. First time I since think, 1943. Is it 40? So that was during the war. Okay. Yep. And Navy's getting seven and a half. Um, I don't know much about it. I mean, I know. I don't know how good Army is.
0: Army's I was, seven and two, and their only losses are to Lane and Cincinnati. Okay.
1: And they're two good teams. I don't know what I would do to this game. I was just throwing it out there, and and it's for the first time since 1943. And Army's a touchdown favorite. Uh, And Navy dominated this game for years and years and years and years. And now Army, I think, has won the last couple. Yep. No, uh, Um, Navy won last year. But Army had won a couple before that. Navy or
0: Army had won three in a row.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. I I mean, I guess Army is the play, maybe.
0: Um, Army on paper is better. Army can run the football. Army. Well, there are there
1: going to be many people in the stands? It's only it's only
0: the middies. The middies and the uh, Knights. That's all. Okay. It's only a yeah, student body. It's nobody else.
1: I'm not giving you a side in that game. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, I, I'll throw a couple others out at you. I, I, Wake Forest is getting a point and a half at Louisville. You know how I feel about the Wake Forest. I know. You, I you love, love them. Louisville's been a, a disappointment. I think I would take a shot with Wake. Okay. I they're on the road, but I don't know another game. Uh, boy, there's a bunch of them. I, I'll throw like four or five at you, and then you can throw yours. Colorado's given two and a half to Utah at home. Colorado's one of the good stories this year.
0: That's a that start. That's a 10 a.m. start Mountain Time, by the way, for Fox. Okay,
1: on uh, and Colorado's home. It's the coach that used to be at UCLA a, wh- a while ago, before um, like like eight years ago. And they're having a really good season. Uh, my uh, Another game, Miami's given three at home to North Carolina. Miami's having a really good season mm-hmm. under under the four, The guy who was going to be the Temple coach. Yep. Um, Mainly so D.S. Anyway, yeah, I mean, Carolina's been a little weird this year. They're actually not a bad team, but I don't know. Um, USC, here's one. USC has given two and a half to Chip Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chip Kelly's technically the home team, so I guess that means the game's at the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl, Bowl right. You, USC's ranked 15th. Um, I don't know. I might take a shot with the Trojans. And Stanford, who came up huge for me last week. Beating, beating Washington. Washington. Trojans, yeah. Won the game outright as a 12-point doggy. Uh, they're giving three at Oregon State. Doesn't Oregon State suck? Yeah. I mean, I don't know.
0: Well, they beat Oregon. But I'm not sure that okay. what that means now because Oregon. Okay, then, so then maybe
1: I should. I, I, I looked at maybe I shouldn't. You're right. Okay, that that's my college shit. You got any college shit? <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, how about this? Are we just Arkansas, calling it college shit now? From now, on? I'm going to give you one more college game. Go. Arkansas is getting 32 from the Bama's, and Arkansas is not horrible. Yeah, they they're okay. Bama can beat anybody by 32, but they got the championship game next week. Next week. Yep. Um, I don't know. Maybe Arkansas only loses by 24. It's a
0: warm up game, yeah, pretty much.
1: And now Alabama might be in a situation where if they lost to Florida next week, they might still get. in Everybody seems to think they would still get in the playoffs. Well, I think everybody I believe. I, I think everybody believes that
0: Alabama and Notre Dame, short of losing by
1: forty to Clemson, are in. And see, but but here's the thing. Let's say Bama loses to Florida, right? Okay, and and you wouldn't figure they'd lose by much, but they lose. I think Bama still gets in. I think no, Notre no Dame that's what I'm saying. Could maybe not get in.
0: I um, think. I think no. I, that's what I said. If Notre Dame doesn't get blown out, Notre Dame loses by forty. All bets are off. Notre Dame loses no, by f- Notre Dame loses seven. By touch- I think Notre Dame's in, but see, are they in ahead of Florida? No, I think Florida. Well, if Florida, Florida loses, if Florida loses have, the Bama, it doesn't
1: matter. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. No, no. no. Florida would be the, in, uh, Notre Dame would be. The in. argument is if Florida beats Bama mm-hmm. and Clemson beats Notre Dame, yeah, okay, that would mean Florida and Clemson would be in. Ohio okay. State would be out. You so you think? Yep. Okay, that's that's kind of what I'm asking you. So you think Ohio State Notre Dame would have four more wins? Oh, wait a minute now. Hold on. Hold on a second a Big 10 champion, Ohio State, which the college football playoff people tell you matters. Okay? Would get in, would not get in over a a Notre Dame team that did not win the ACC. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying there's room for doubt because, because I think
0: I think to be honest, they would viewed it 5 and 0 and
1: well, it'd be 6 and 0 then because they would have beaten Northwest. It's
0: still you match it up against 10 and 1. Sorry.
1: Okay. I'm just, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying, and I think. That,
0: I think to be honest, you got to also figure that this matters with the Big Ten, with the Big Ten's kind of awful on kind of rules. I think if they put Ohio State in over Alabama or Notre Dame, it would create such a shitstorm. Ohio shit storm. State
1: wouldn't get in over Alabama. Alabama's a different. Alabama. No, but
0: I'm saying I'm floating Alabama that example.
1: Some really good teams this year. Notre Dame's claimed fame is beating a Clemson team without Trevor Howard. or well, without Trevor they, they, they
0: also beat Carolina on the road. In
1: double overtime. They also beat
0: Carolina on the road.
1: I'm not. That's fine. But I'm telling you, the Bama's got a better resume. And if Clemson beats them by like, see, here's the tough one. If Clemson beats them by two touchdowns, not 30 touchdowns, but two touchdowns, does that, like, what does that mean? I, I don't have and, and
0: Mike, I'll, I'll admit, if Ohio State gets in ahead of Notre Dame, again, provided Notre Dame doesn't get totally blitzed by Trevor right. Lawrence, right? And I right. don't think they're going to get blitzed by Trevor Lawrence. I, I, I think they will lose, but I think that's they going to be, a, yeah. Um, yeah. but I, but I, I, you know, to me, like I, I just don't see a way they get left out. I don't. that's that's my. I, opinion.
1: I, I I'm well, not saying you're wrong. Because it's two Midwest teams, you're basically right. talking about Notre Dame and Ohio State. So it's not like you're, you're picking. And they're um, both pedigree. They're both pedigree. Either one, I just think. By the, way, think you could go either the one, way, the one team that's going to get go the one way. team
0: that's getting screwed out of all this is Colorado, and I'm not saying for like the, the national championship, but we want to talk about like the alterations and schedules and all that. Colorado's having their best season since 04. Okay, that's why I took them. I know, Colorado. Even if they win and go undefeated within the Pac-12, will not go to the Pac-12 title game if USC wins. But they never got a shot to play USC. Why why is
1: that? Why why is it's
0: record against conference opponents? So they didn't play USC. They didn't play USC because USC had to cancel because of the COVID outbreak at USC. Gotcha. And who's going from the other
1: side of the division? Uh, the it would be division.
0: Wisconsin or Oregon, and I think it's—I'm uh, sorry, Washington or Oregon. And I think it's going to be Washington now since that game got called this morning. Okay, okay, all yeah, right. Yeah, and
1: you, look, and you, and you, look, it's a weird year. You're absolutely right. I don't think Colorado would have knocked Notre Dame or Ohio State. No, but Texas. but the point is, I like, for a team Texas. that
0: could win, the, but,
1: they could win the Pac-12 and go to a really road. good bowl. You're right. They're, they're, look, they're going to go to a good bowl, Kevin. Colorado might even go to a probably they, go to a New Year's Bowl or something. I don't
0: think they're going to um, a New Year's Six Bowl, but
1: well. All right, but they they're, they're going to go so they're they're not going to go to Rose Bowl is what you're saying.
0: Well, they weren't going Which anyway cuz it's a national semi, but
1: it's a national semi, okay. Um somebody will take care of Colorado. By the way, it that's all I want. what they want
0: As a Nerdin fan, they, a, as a Notre Dame fan, I just want Notre Dame to go to a Rose Bowl. I want to just see that one time in my life. It's not going to be the same as a full crowd and all that, because to be honest... But would they? Would that be the semi they would go to? Well, if they're the two seed, I think they'll probably go there. The two or the three will go there because Alabama will be the one and Alabama will go to well, the Sugar Bowl.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm, you're assuming Alabama is going to beat Florida. I'm saying if Florida were... What are the two semifinal sites?
0: Sugar and Rose.
1: Okay, so let's say you have Clemson in... Clemson. And you have... If it's Clemson, Florida, and Alabama...
0: They'll go to a sugar, in,
1: which, which, which would we mean Florida beat Alabama. Some one of them to then Notre Dame or Ohio State probably would go to the, the Rose. But if if well, Florida no, well
0: the not, way it works is whoever's the one seed gets to pick where they want to go. I yeah, would imagine they to
1: do it. They try to do it geographically well, too.
0: Well, uh, now now with the with the playoff, you have the team that is the number one seed gets to pick where they go. And I would imagine Clemson
1: or Alabama would pick to go to the Sugar Bowl. But I don't – see, it was never my understanding that the team picked where it wanted to go. It was the, the football committee gave travel preference to the one seed. So if the one seed it was, was either a southern team, they would rather go to the Sugar Bowl. But I don't think they asked the team, where do you want to go? I believe okay, they do now. I don't think they – well, they didn't in the past – if that's a new wrinkle, it's a new wrinkle. But Alabama, they would send to the Sugar Bowl because obviously it's a, because you would get more of your fans to the Sugar Bowl. I don't know where the fans even fit in this year. I don't. Either. I don't know how many fans right. are going to be there. But I think if if and then you have Texas A and M, like Texas A and M probably ain't going to get in, even though their only loss was to Bama and finished one loss. But yeah, there's probably a decent chance that Ohio State or Notre Dame, and both of them could be in. You know, if Florida loses, Florida ain't going to be in. Texas A and M might not be in, probably. You could get Ohio. I can't State see
0: A and M getting in under any circumstances. Right.
1: So, so you could have a case where Notre Dame and Ohio State both, both get in. in. Yeah, they could. And one of them is, I, I mean, one or both of them. I mean, depending upon, let me see. Well, if Fava beats Florida, they're going to be the one seat. Um, if Clemson beats Notre Dame, they the They're going to be the two. So Ohio State and Notre Dame can't play in the semis. They would each play one, and you would hope that the committee wouldn't have Notre Dame play Clemson a third time.
0: You'll probably have Notre Dame go to play. So Ohio. it's probably
1: Ohio State, Clemson, Notre Dame, Bama. Yeah, and uh, Notre Dame would get trounced. But
0: uh, let let me let me get to. And that
1: means Notre Dame would probably go to the Sugar Bowl, Kevin, and you would probably not get your Rose Bowl.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter because I can't go to it. Since the Rose Bowl, yeah, I had agree with
1: you. though, Notre Dame in the Rose Bowl would be, be a pretty, pretty, cool. pretty cool visual. They were there in 1925, and that was the last bowl they went to till 1969.
0: Yep. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm going to take North Carolina. Take the three against Miami. Okay. Uh, I think Miami is the Eric King is really good. I think Miami's been a little charmed. Uh as, at points this yeah, year.
1: USC's been a little charmed too.
0: Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I, and I think North Carolina has a look. I'll take Mac Brown over Matty Diaz, flat out. I think Mac That's Brown's funny. a really good yeah. coach. Uh, what you think
1: of Jeff Collins last night?
0: Yeah, that was classy. Uh, I'll take Colorado. I'll lay the two and a half. Uh, yep. You. This is not. A, we just.
1: We just. We just mushed, we just mushed them. We just
0: mushed them. Uh, I, I think an early start. Look, and, and Kyle Whittingham's crew is not what they normally are. They've been this is only their fourth game. Uh they've been really hit with COVID. They missed their first two weeks. Haven't really gotten on track. I don't see it happening here. Um you want I, I, I I'll take Iowa at home against Wisconsin, and I'll get two. Wisconsin yeah, can't I that score. Wisconsin game. Yeah, I that game. can't score. Their offense is stagnant. They've been held to single digits. It's almost impossible. They got screwed by the COVID. They did. They did. They, they, but it's they did. but it's almost impossible to be what Wisconsin is. Have a defense that's averaging
1: sixteen points a game allowed and lose your last yeah. two. It, yeah. It's unbelievable. To, to, to a team to a team that was playing as backup quarterback. Backup quarterback. It, yeah, it, yeah, it, 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 it's
0: so. Those are my
1: three. Big yeah, goals. I, 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 by the way, I'll yeah, take you
0: i U, I'll take UCLA over uh, Southern Cal. Too. Go for it. I'll, th- I'll take I'll take Chip two and a half. Chip's got something going. I think Chip's team is starting to turn the corner. Finally, yeah, he can, Hey,
1: look, he can coach in college. There's he can. These, there's, yeah, he can coach. And nobody cares if he's an asshole in college. No, if he's dealing with kids. Yeah.
0: No. All um, right. So those are those are the college football picks. Uh, okay. Want to go to the NFL here?
1: Yeah, I got, I, yeah, go, go for it. Go ahead. All right. Uh,
0: I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Bengals getting three and a half at home against the Cowboys. Cowboys on a short week, Cowboys back on the road. Cowboys stink.
1: Bengals (laughs) stink too.
0: Bengals stink too. But a home team getting three and a half against a bad road team. Uh, I'll take that. I'll take Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati wins the game outright, but that's me. If I'm an Eagle fan, by the way, you are rooting for the Cowboys
1: here in a couple weeks,
0: just for draft purposes. So,
1: I, I don't care about draft purposes.
0: Okay.
1: When when you take when you take Whiteside with the draft pick and Dillard with a draft pick,
0: well, yeah, but you're hoping somebody else is doing the drafting.
1: Yeah, you. That may be a long hope, pal. I. Yeah, I, I hear you.
0: Be a Christmas miracle.
1: Um, it would Festivus
0: it'd be, for the rest of us?
1: For the rest of us, uh, I'll of how do you think Howie would do in feats of strength? Why? Why are you asking me that
0: question? You I know the See, answer. I got
1: Doug. Doug. Doug would do well in the feats of strength. Oh,
0: Doug would be awesome in feats of strength.
1: Yeah, but Howie, I'm not. I'm not so sure. I'm not, I'm not so sure. <laughs> Isn't he the kid that got <laughs> that got his,
0: his, his lunch money Mike? I'm his not. I'm not school. making it that personal. I've already called him an idiot. No, I'm not. I'm not, <laughs>
1: I'm not I, I, I don't know how he. He won a Super Bowl. He made all the right moves in 2017. He gave us that. So you know, we may never win another. Whatever. We waited 50 years for that. But he just looks like that guy. I, I'm just saying. I, you know. I, you know, and
0: I know that gnaws no, at him more than anything that people. Look at them! That it,
1: way. It, all, it always knows those people because they are those people. Yeah, you know, and he's got a bazillion dollars, and I don't.
0: So. Yeah, I'll take the Giants getting three at home against the Cardinals. Uh, Daniel Jones is back, apparently. Okay, I'm not sure if that's good or bad, but um,
1: can cal- I, I'm going to give you some stats on some of these games. Hold on. Okay. Um, is this Cardinals Giants? The Giants have covered. These are from courtesy of Vegas Vic. My good friend Vegas Vic from the from the Inquirer Daily News, uh, the Giants have covered four of their last fifteen home games. Okay, I'm just I'm I, I don't I've also
0: seen the Cardinals uh, the Cardinals, Cardinals lately lost
1: four of their last five, five and the win was a was the hail mary yeah and I'm, I'm, Kyler I'm, Murray doesn't look anything like he looked back then. The Giants are playing. Look, the Giants and the Washington Football Club are playing good football. I'm not saying they're beating good teams, but they're playing good football. And the Eagles aren't, so you know there.
0: So I'll take the Giants. I'll take the three too. If you're giving me a team that's won four in a row and they're home,
1: see, I want to see where you're getting your lines because I got minus two, but you it might
0: be three. ESPN's app, I'm actually. That's fine. Right okay. Now. Um, give me the Buccaneers. Lay the six and a half. Yeah, you know, the Vikings almost lost at home to the
1: Jaguars. I got I got numbers on that one too. Go. The, the Minnesotas won five of their last six. Uh-huh. And there was one on t- – I'm just saying, they won five of their last six. I'm,
0: I'm not doubting and Tampa,
1: you. And Tampa is kind of uh,
0: ba- – They're a bad favorite. They're is. bad
1: against the spread. I get I would lay six and a half. I'm, I'm not saying I would take Minnesota – but at this point in life, I would not lay six and a half with the Tampa's. That's me.
0: This is, by the way, a much stronger slate of games than it was last week.
1: It's a, yeah, well, it's getting interesting. Yeah, it's
0: getting real interesting. Um, I'll take the Bills at home, lay the two Sunday night against the Steelers, playing their third game in in they've won 12, five and twelve, last
1: six, and they've covered four in a row.
0: Who
1: and the the, the Bills? Okay. And the but the two guys on PTI both think Pittsburgh's going to win the game outright. I uh, nah, I'm I I, you,
0: I'm not I know so I, I I just think that it's a lot to ask of a team
1: to go on the road who's no. played this much as look you know Pittsburgh the, hasn't played well the last two games no you know um so yeah I mean the Bills – hey look their their quarterback looks like he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league the league right now
0: and it should be pointed out that the bills kind of still need to keep winning because the dolphins
1: are right on their heels i mean yeah if the bills yeah. want to win the division now you and pittsburgh's got to keep winning because the KC's right on their heels yeah yeah
0: but I but i think i think i i think there's also the flesh is you yeah, the the mind is willing but the flesh is weak kind of for, yeah, we'll for I mean, fatigue does numbers for a team and uncertainty. And that's, a, I think, what's happening to the Steelers. It's a big spot for the Bills because they're at home, right? On yep. a,
1: on a, yeah, in a yep. night game. And-
0: Finally, you know Sean Payton's 6-0 against the Eagles?
1: Well, I, I, a lot of teams the, the Eagles have been playing recently are like 6-0 and against the Eagles. The Seattle was like 6-0 and against the Eagles or whatever.
0: And I hear what everybody's saying about potential trap game for the Saints. You know, third game on the road. Get the Chiefs next week. Clinch the playoff spot. They can clinch the division if they win on Sunday, depending on what happens with Tampa. Well, I mean, if they win, they, they win it. Uh, still in line for the one seed. I think there's a bad spot for the Eagles. I really do. I think, I think it's one of those that if you, you...
1: always think it's a bad spot for the Eagles. Well, because they're a bad team. You're like the anti-Dave <laughs> Dave takes them every week, and you, you take them. I funny. will
0: say right now, I haven't seen the line for next week. I will probably... In fact, I have seen the line. The Cardinals are six and a half next week against the Eagles. I will take the Eagles next week. But this week, I'm taking the six and a half and oh. laying it and putting the Saints on. That's the fine. Card.
1: Uh... Okay, I'm going to throw some things at you here. I'm just I, like I said, this is purely vague. Atlanta is giving two and a half to the Chargers, who just got—I don't know what that was last week. That was bad. That was an Anthony. I like Lin's, that. Coach. That's an that's
0: Anthony Lynn getting fired game.
1: Well, that coach is getting fired. Um, Atlanta, apparently, according to this, has covered seven of their last nine on the road. Okay, um, I, I'm sure they haven't been laying points on the road a lot in that, but yeah, I'm just saying. Atlanta is two and a half. I hate playing teams that got killed the week before because usually they come back and play a little bit, but I'm just throwing that at you. Another one, Cleveland is laying one to the Ravens. Um, That's a good Monday night game. The Ravens beat them 38-6 in the opening game. Cleveland's won 9 of 11 since then. They're coming off a really big win. In Tennessee. Against the Titans. I, look, I'm not the biggest Cleveland fan in the world, and I, but all they got to do is win that game. Yep. And that would seem like a spot where they should be able to win the game. That doesn't mean they're going to. Uh here's a couple others. Houston's laying one at Chicago. Houston's only covered two of their last seven on the road.
0: And the Bears. And I are know dead. the
1: Bears aren't good. But Houston ain't good either. No. Oh. Um and they got the better quarterback for sure. Uh just But it no out there. but no Will Fuller. No Will Fuller. Um I hate betting the Bears. And the Bears have lost like five of their last six or Six of their last six You, you know, you bring
0: this up, right? We we always bring up all the time about how bad it is to watch an Eagle game. And then if you watch a Bear game, it looks like the Eagles are like the the char- the, the
1: well, Don Coryell Chargers. They got two quarterbacks. Oh Neither God. of them can play. When you have two Risky and Foles. Yep. When, when you have two, you got none. Remember remember when Foles went in and won a game early in the year and everybody had the Bears going eleven and five in Philadelphia and Foles is going no 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 no. Folks what happened with Nick Foles is a fairy tale. It happened. It was great. It, it's a fairy tale. Okay. The Carolinas are giving two and a half to the Denvers. I'm not sure where that game's at. I think it's a Carolina. I'm not 100%. It might be at Denver. Let me check. Um, the Carolinas have not covered as a favorite all year.
0: It's a Carolina.
1: Okay. Well, I'm just saying. They have not covered as a favorite all year. And I love the my coach down there and all that. Just throwing it out there. Because at first glance, I thought Carolina. Because I, I I'm not a big Denver fan. I don't like the Broncos. I'm not. Okay, here's another one. The Jags are getting seven at home to Kansas City. I mean, to the Tennessee's.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My first thing. The Jags have covered four of their last five. Just saying. Um, you know, because the Jags have only won one game all year. Yep. Uh, they don't have to win. They just have to stay within seven. And here's a good, because I think this is a good game. Miami's getting 7 at home to the KC's. Yep. KC's haven't been playing that well. Uh, they're still KC. Miami's covered 7 of their last 8 games. Might just be worth a look at Miami. Just saying. Um maybe maybe you tease Miami up to two touchdowns and you tease tease like the Jaguars up to two touchdowns.
0: We were and, so um, close to getting through this segment without the word tease being used.
1: I, I'm just saying. You, you take the Jags and the, and the Dolphins, who've covered combined 11 of their last 13 I, games. I'll
0: give you another one here, okay? As I said here. What do you think about Washington going to Arizona to play the Niners?
1: Yeah. Um, second second down? week on the road. Yeah, look, I, short I, week. I don't have a good feel for the Niners. I really don't because they're not, you know, they're not playing Garoppolo. Uh, I just don't trust them. And Washington's been playing well. I mean, yeah. I give Rivera credit. And, Alex Smith and,
0: against his former team.
1: Yeah. What's the line again, Kevin?
0: San Fran by three. And the game is at San Fran. Well, it's at Arizona because San Fran's not allowed to play it. I mean, if
1: if you made me make a pick, I'd probably take the Washingtons.
0: Yeah, I would too.
1: I mean I, I have a lot of respect and look I think the, four, the the 49er coach can coach. Yeah, he's too. obviously shown that he's in a bad spot. They they're, they're kind of like the Eagles. They've lost a lot. Yeah, you, know, you look at the teams that have lost things. You know, we we look at cuz we're close to the Eagles. The Ravens line has gotten really hurt this year and look what's happened to their team. Yeah. Okay, their offensive line. Dallas's offensive line is almost as bad as the Eagles. Look at Dallas. Um so what's happened to the Eagles is not you know, as much as I think Carson's got to play better, I, I really do. Some of this, I think, might be, God, go back to the concussion even. But when you lose your offensive line, it makes it really difficult to do what you want to do. Um, So, you know, it is a mitigating factor. Um, But, yeah, and the scary part going forward is, you know, Washington and the Giants seem like they're on the rise a little bit. And got good coaches. And the Cowboys and the Eagles don't.
0: And both have both of those have good coaches, and you can make an argument about the structure on both the Eagles and the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just um Yeah, I'm not looking forward to 2021. As well, far I'm as looking the Eagles forward, Eagles
0: might be. Yeah, uh, you know, how bad do you think this gets Sunday?
1: I don't know. I, I, because I, I, like I said, I think the Eagles are going to get a spark. Like they got a spark in the second half.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What that means. Over a 60-minute game, I'm not sure. And I'm not sure, you know, what the Saints are going to bring to the table. Yeah. You know, um, it's like, I mean, on paper, and and, and again, you got Taysom Hill playing. He, he's good, but he's not Drew Brees. Right. I see a, a kind of a low-scoring game because I don't know what the turnovers – the Eagles don't turn the ball over. So, you know – I got to believe a rookie quarterback is going to turn the ball over once or twice. Um, yeah, I could see like, uh, you know, uh, just like a 24-17 kind of game. I could too. And But, you know, when you say that, that means it could be a 27-13 game.
0: But I also could see a, a complete blow. I can't see the Eagles. I green. can't
1: see a complete blowout. No, I, I don't see... And that doesn't mean I don't think the Saints could cover the 7. Right. But I just don't see like a, uh, a 34-13 kind of game. Well, you know, if the Eagles turn the ball over a couple times in their neck of the woods, yeah. that's how games get out of control. Uh, I, need, I, I just have a feeling Jenkins is going to do something. Yeah, I do too. You know, a sack fumble, uh, a pick. pick. Yeah. Um, something you know so and how long does it, how long does it take um and and the eagles look, the eagles have only snapped the ball 14 times in the fourth quarter this year when they've been ahead okay that's a, you know that's that's horrible um if the eagles fall behind does Doug go away from the running game again
0: oh yeah because that's well, that's
1: not a good sign with a rookie quarterback nope. making his first start nope. against the, one of the best defenses in the league
0: All right, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, And I'm going.
1: I got to tell you too before before. Couple, I may miss some of this game. It's it's a four thirty start, right? Yeah. Okay, because I got to be at a a Christmas train ride at three, so I will watch the game. So I might miss the first half of this game or the first quarter of this game. So I don't know how you got to watch extra careful to catch me up on all this stuff. I'll watch the replay, but. our buddy, you know, Kev-
0: be- my my, our buddy Kevin Burkhart doing the game for Fox. I should point out, so it's a good. Who's who's he with? Uh, Daryl Johnson, Moose. Yeah, they're not a, they're not a big. Not a, I, I, Dar- I, I, I I I've known Kevin since he was with the Mets. Uh, yeah, I
1: think Nance and Romo had one of their worst, worst games, games ever last week, probably because they didn't care. Um, you know, and that's okay. They're allowed to take a day off once. Couple, yeah. But if you're making a million dollars a game, probably not. You probably not.
0: Uh. Should point out a couple other housekeeping items. Uh our friends of the Philadelphia Sports Raiders Association sent out the memo. I would assume you would know this by now. Uh there will be no banquet uh this year. Yeah, over I would Cherry Hill.
1: Counting on one.
0: Now um hopeful to return at some point in twenty twenty two. I would hope. Yeah. Uh, and 120 years of history or something. Yeah. How uh how your Christmas shopping? How's your Christmas shopping going?
1: I'm fine. I got mostly gift cards. Okay, You know, because I didn't know, I, I got a few gifts, but um, you know, most of my, most of my people wanted gift cards. So that's what they're getting is gift cards.
0: Yeah. I got to get no one. food.
1: I mean, no, no dining gift cards. I, you know, right. they're gift cards are like Panera bread and stuff like that. But
0: yeah, we're um, getting, um, I have to get one more thing for the wife.
1: So, so let me, I, I, this is a dumb question. I don't know if you have the answer. Probably so I should probably ask my wife this. So like a Panera bread. Right, mm-hmm. where um, um, like I got her gift card, and can you physically go into a Panera Bread to pick up something to yes. take out? Yes. Okay. Good, because I got I, I and they had some bonus cards. And, and honestly, you just can't, you just can't eat. You just can't eat, in, you the can't eat bread.
0: It in there. No, if you ever go, okay. if you go into some of these restaurants, the tables are turned up and all that.
1: So, so I could go into the Bob Evans to get a takeout. Yeah, I just can't. Go they into also the Bob Evans they also deliver to you. I don't do delivery, Kevin. I'm not a delivery person. I never have been. I never okay. – not me. I'll go in and pick it up, wear my mask, and take it home. Okay. Put, it, put a couple bucks in the tip tip jar because the people are working hard yep. and they're not making any money. And um, I, I just don't I, – I, I just have bad vibes about delivery. I do. I, and I. it's probably based on the way delivery was 10 years ago and not based on the way delivery is now which is a totally different game. But I just, you know, no, that's that you know, I'm getting a pizza. I'm going to Vince's. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll go to Santucci's. I'll go to Merck Brothers. Okay. Um say hi to everybody. You know, yeah. Say, hey, how you doing? <laughs> it's it's, it's
0: by, by the way, um so we're back on Tuesday. Um uh, Will
1: Harden be a Sixer by then? No.
0: <laughs> but well well, Who will be the starting quarterback in Arizona next week? Um, it's Jalen Hurts.
1: I'm convinced. It's it's because the worst thing you can do is yo-yo. You can't yo-yo. Uh, this this team that finds you, new bottoms every week. You so. have to just say to Carson, Carson, unless they're carting Jalen off the field, or you know, right. show you it oh, doesn't happen. But if he gets hurt, you got to go back in. You got to be professional, and I think Carson will. Um... Cause he's still the backup. He Sudfeld's not the backup. Um, and but you can't if Jalen plays badly, and the team plays badly, you can't. I at least in my mind, yeah, you can't say we're going back to Carson. Um, especially because there's little chance now you can make the playoff. You know, it's like a three percent chance, and it's just not fair to anybody. I don't think. Yep. Yeah. Um. Now, if Jalen played badly this week and badly next week. And you said, okay, we're playing the Cowboys. Like, at that point, we got two division games. Maybe you say, we're going to try Carson for the final two games. Mm -hmm. I could live with that. But not one game. I think you got to give the kid two. Even though it's a tough spot for the kid. Like, I would love to see Jalen Hurts if they were playing the Cowboys this week. I think that would be awesome. You know, playing against a crummy defense, see what he can do. But that's not the way it worked out. Yeah. All right, um, sir. Hey, real quick before we go. Yes. If if James Harden goes to Miami or Milwaukee, does that, like, hurt the Sixers?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: No, I'm just – because that's the team's he's – it's basically it looks like the Nets, the Sixers, the Heat. Mm-hmm. or or He wants to go to a good team in the East. Yeah. Is what he's basically saying um
0: yeah because he can't he he can't go he can't go to the finals in the west anymore
1: that is correct so um but i'm just wondering if you're the sixers now and do you fear him going to the heat or milwaukee or do you just say hey we like what we got um you know we're gonna see this thing or do you get more interested in the james harden sweepstakes I, I I can't
0: answer that, but I, I would personally believe that you probably
1: press it to go get him. That's me. Because because of who the GM is now, yeah, a little bit. Okay, that's so. that's a fair answer. because yeah. I don't have an answer. I don't I don't know what the answer. I'm, I'm really can 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 um conflicted here as to like are you willing to talk Ben Simmons right to do this? Yeah. I don't know what the right answer. is. Well, you're going to have to trade Ben Simmons. That's what I'm saying. Right. So I, I don't know. Like, if you said to me, I could get Harden without giving up Simmons or Embiid. Yeah. I, I you know, well, you're Harden doing it, you're said, doing that in a heartbeat, but
0: you're going to have to well, give up
1: part. You're going to have yeah, to but then Simmons. you're then you say can Simmons and Harden coexist? Yeah. But I'm really conflicted as what I would do to try to win a championship. Does, do I think James Harden gives me the best chance of doing that? Or do I think Simmons and Embiid going forward with this coach give me the best chance yeah. of doing that? I, I don't know. So, all right, we got to go.
0: We are plum out of time. So, I appreciate it, Michael. Go Eagles! Uh, well, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. So, our thanks to you for listening. Our thanks to everybody for the content. We'll talk you know to you what later. You
1: know have to do this week, Kevin? We... <laughs> Joe Giuliano. One going of going my best friends. and you see one cool. of your best friends you the to- oh.